0: Hi, and thank you for tuning in to The Domainer Show. This is Ed K. Smith from Online Impact. Uh, I am the co-host of the show here with the host, Rob K, And we have a special guest on the show today, Fred Shabesta from finder.com.au and also finder.com. And uh, Fred ran into uh, Rob at the StartCon conference just recently in Sydney, And Rob uh, invited him on the show and he very kindly said he would come on. So thanks for being on the show. Now you've got a lot of stuff going on at the moment, Fred. Uh, So we appreciate your time. Welcome.
1: Thanks so much, Ed. Thanks so much, Rob. It was good to have you and welcome to all the
0: awesome domainers out there. (laughs) Yes, all 17 of them. And uh, no, there's there's a (laughs) few more more than than that. that. (laughs) There's a few more than that. Uh, So um, Rob and I uh, are very passionate about uh, domain names and businesses and we're entrepreneurs and love all this sort of stuff. And we love hearing success stories uh, of people, especially in Australia who have started something uh, in, in particular like finder.com and .com.au, which is a great success story. So we want to do a bit of a, a backstory on you, Fred, because uh, you're still a very young guy. Yes, you are. Very, very young man. I, I can say that because I'm the oldest out of all of us. I know that for sure. So, I'm I'm, fi- I'm 51. I think Rob's about 17. Oh, no, no. So you're 43. <laughs> nice,
2: mate, <laughs> you should never say you're you're 50, mate. You've got a baby face. Do it quite yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> okay, I'm 42. You're <laughs> about six to me.
0: <laughs> I'm 40, mate, you guys are just, yeah. I'll give me a place to send the money. Okay. So, uh, so re- we really want to get a backstory on you because you've done quite a lot of things in your short time on the planet. Uh, so le- let's go back to, uh, did you, did you go through high school or did you uh, go to uni? What What's your backstory for your school when, before you got into doing business stuff? So I, I did finish uh,
1: school. Uh, I, I think as an individual, I lost a lot of confidence when I was sort of a teenager and I was following really what, what you should do. And I, then I went to university and at university, I, um, I studied actuarial studies and computer science and I found out very quickly that I loved maths to some extent, but I didn't love probability maths. I actually sucked at it terribly. Right. And so while everyone was doing that, I was in my college room learning to build internet you know, websites. Um, and, you know, I think I sort of took what I learned during the lectures and then applied them to the, uh, you know, basically I remember I had my first database lecture and tutorial and I rushed from the tutorial home to go and build a, a web-based you know, database in PHP and MySQL. And I remember, uh, you know, work, eventually working that out. And that was on the night of my exam, doing actuarial studies. And instead of going and studying for the exam, I I completed the, actually got the website up and running and got it working with a database for the very first time. And, um, that was the beginning, you know, and I never really sort of turned back. I did eventually finish one of my courses. I think I finished a finance degree eventually. Um, I did a lot of computer science. I never finished it. Um, but you know, and I think I sort of always have taken my own course or own route of doing things. And, um, you know, I started to pick up a bit more confidence, but, you know, the first business of building websites and selling it taught me a lot about domain names and the power of them. Um, you know, we helped a client. Uh, they, they, they had the domain name LASIK, which is the, the type of surgery for laser yeah. eye surgery. Um, we bought all sorts of domain. I bought online marketing, sydney.com. You only used to write a blog on that. I think yep. it's been taken now, um, you know, and I've always been very much passionate, very passionate about domain names and, you know, um, I, I can tell you a lot about our other, other domain names, but yeah, after we... we'd love to hear that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, we, we, after we, well, I guess after we sold, we, we, we then sell, sold the, 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 the agency to a public company, we, we did an earn out there and before that, but we bought a lot of domain names. So uh, in another company. Um, so one of them was, um, credit which we can talk a lot, a lot more about. Yep. Um, the other ones, you know, we've got all sorts of domains. Like, um, I think we have christmasday.com.au and
0: emoticon.com.au. And, I'm uh, laughing because Rob's got christmas.com.au.
2: So yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We should <laughs> christmasday and christmas.com.au. No, it's a good there one. Go. They're good. Sorry um,
1: you know, um, I actually went through our entire list of domain names three weeks ago or four weeks ago. So I've
2: had a, a solid refresher. Um, yeah. And you've got a few hundred. How many are you sitting on? Uh, probably, I think it's about, uh, it was about 1,200. Oh, nice. That seems to be a good, a good spot to sit with, you know, as, as an entrepreneur and as you have all these business ideas. You want to have a lazy 800 to 1200 <laughs> domain name sitting around, I reckon, so you yeah. can fire up businesses left and right. And for brand protection.
0: Too true.
1: Too, too Definitely true. for brand. Yeah, brand protection, I guess, to some extent. Um, you know, uh, we, we we launched the website on Christmas Day. Uh, we launched Mother's Day presents. Wow. You know, lines of... Um, we actually had Anzac Day.com for a while, but then... Um, then you the Ar- weren't
2: allowed to anymore.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was a bit you, spicy. That old well, chest yeah. Well, nut.
2: you you were allowed to when you had it. Uh, they, they changed policy, and and um. Well, probably technically you weren't, but Outer weren't enforcing it back then. Um, now they've got all these. They're they're really enforcing these legislations um, that are now built into uh, the reserved policy list at Outer, where they are actively not allowing people to own certain names. We've written about it recently on Domainer as well, but, but yeah, back in the day, I mean, so, so how much you were getting quite a bit of traffic with like Christmas day and mother's day and all that sort of stuff. And was that when Google before the penguin and Panda updates were giving you um, a lot of, uh, a lot of juice rank for exact match domains?
1: Yeah, it was back then. Um, okay. We bought laser au, for example. Wow. Um, for a client um, I bought onlinechemist.com.au I, You know, there's a lot of different domains Yeah and, and, um, As I was really into it, like really into it um, And then, you know, I guess with Finder We we sort of, you know, took that sort of basic keyword approach We registered creditcardfinder.com.au We started building a, a comparison site in 2009 And um you know, from that really, I learned, well, I really had focused a lot on um, building websites, but also doing SEO and obviously domain names were part of SEO back then yeah, in a major way. Uh, and so we chose credit card finder because of the keywords. I literally went down the list for, yeah. <laughs> of every single credit card keyword and tried to buy the exact match domain of the most popular keyword I could possibly buy. And that was it, that was the, 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 the domain. Um, and then we were like, "Oh, well, let's make some more niches." We made savings savings account finder, home loan finder, life insurance finder, mobile phone finder, broadband, and and on and on and on. You know, I think we own, um, you know, electrician finder, like all those kind of things. Yeah. Um, in around 2012, when I was. You know, I was thinking a lot about the brand and the future and I thought, I'm not sure if we can make a brand with so many different domain names. I don't yeah. know how it's going to work together. And we actually had, like the Wayback Machine, we had all the domain names all linked together on one toolbar, you'll see. Um, and I wasn't too sure about it. And so we consolidated that and we went and purchased, we were lucky enough to purchase, I think it was for 50 grand back then finder.com.au wow
2: that's a good that's a high price for back then but it definitely makes sense because any one word's worth at least that nowadays but that yeah that's a that's a that's a good price back then for that whoever had that and sold it to you for that but you knew what it was worth to you so that was probably a deal for you at the time
1: yeah, you know, we bought a few other domains, you know, credit card comparison, you balance transfer, you things like that. Um, but, you know, the, I think the Finder one helped us really consolidate and give us a place to move our brand. And we slowly over time moved all our domain names into that. Yeah. Um, and that was a, a very, very yeah, careful exercise of migrating websites over domains and not, Destroying your SEO. It did hurt our SEO oh, yeah, wow. and set us back quite away way. Um, but, you know, a lot of that sort of, we sort of worked through that over many years to fix that. It, and it's probably still a work in progress to some extent. It's just a lot of work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Huge yeah. amounts. It's worth it in the long run, I think, because that consolidation would make life a lot easier because now you're focusing on managing one website. And, and then the, the, the breakdown of the core search products within it rather than trying to do lots of websites. And that's what we do, you know, we're an agency, so managing multiple sites is always a pain in the backside. So it may have been a, sh- a short-term inconvenience, but long-term it makes sense in my eyes anyway. And it's memorable, it ticks all the boxes, finder. Uh, it's it's what's one of those names you go, yep, makes perfect sense. I'll you never
2: forget it. It's you can't forget
0: money. it. Easy to spell everything. It, it passes the the radio test. It passes the billboard test. Um, and I'm hearing it a lot now. My reticular activating system is kicking in because I was watching an investment, uh, YouTube video that I got an Australian guy who talks about, uh, properties and various things. And he was talking about insurance rates or something. And he goes and and the latest, he said the latest comparison on finder.com.au. So I thought, <laughs> Aha! I'm talking to Fred tomorrow from Finer. So, <laughs> so you know, you know when you're starting to get that market penetration when you just start hearing the name in different places. So, um, it's, wise move, man. In my, in my humble yeah. opinion. And so, what?
2: My mind's just exploding at the moment with all the the information you've just given us, Fred. Um, especially as as young entrepreneurs and um, and startups who wanna who want to start businesses. It, from from my experience what you said about you didn't just one day say i'm going to create um the amazon of comparison which is what i've heard you call finder which makes sense um you didn't and then you didn't just you know build out finder.com.au it's good to, it's good that you helped well it's good that you explained your thought process on you know how you had 10 different kind of credit card finder and loan finder and then as you're going, you know, live in in the public arena through that thought process, you filtered it into, oh, I, I get it. This, all this stuff is Finder.com.au, and then you, um, there's a there's a moment where you have to believe and just go hardcore into, um, you know, putting down money in the belief system that your brand's going to work, and that's what you did. You, you what you act fifty thousand dollars down to buy Finder.com.au, knowing, you know, this is what I've got to do, and um. Look at you now! I mean, it's just it's just exploded. So it's well done.
1: Yeah, I think you know, I think you're right. Well, it's it's definitely a punt. Or you know, every business is a punt to some extent. You know, um, the I think the bigger bigger one was to go find dot to to, yeah, to go from Australia and yeah. go international. Um, yeah, that was. That has been and continues to be probably one of the biggest steps we've taken as a business. Wow. Um, and for me personally, you know, it's been in, like whew, what an intense experience.
0: Wow. So, so so what was the what was intense about it? Sorry, Rob, to cut you off there.
2: What was the oh, intense I'm just wondering about, was the it? time frame as well. Yeah. Um, so so you were seeing how well obviously finder.com.au was working from about two thousand and twelve, you're saying?
1: Yeah, I think it was about 2012, 2011, 2012. I can't quite remember.
2: And how many years did you ride that wave before you thought, I need to go global with finder.com?
1: I think it was about a year, maybe a year, year and a half. And then I thought we started, I started, I made our first TV ad and I made it in house. And, um, I just wanted to get it out there. And, um, uh, um, and it was a very simple ad. I think we, we spent sort of 15 grand. I, I hired an animator in-house, um, and but the problem I thought was, um, you know, we, we've got this jingle. Another thing I worked on was the jingle. I worked on that for a long period of time, and then it took me about eight months that project. But finally, we came to that, you know, real simple. You know, all things take time, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure you're, you're hearing uh, Ed, the, the song play. Um,
2: <laughs> Actually, uh, it, I, I don't know it, so i I know it, But and to make it that simple and catchy to the end user, you had to go through eight months of, you know, to make it sound like very simple and catchy.
1: Yeah, so many, lots of iterations, lots of different songs, lots of different companies, in-house, outsource, all sorts of things. So, and then I remember coming down to four different versions. I have the four different versions still somewhere um, on my computer, but it was just I, I, it, when it played, I was like, like no, no, and then I was like that one. I was like, ooh, this the next one. I was like, no, I was like, it's that one, that one there. Play that again, and we played it and played it, and it. No, everyone couldn't. You just couldn't get it out of their head. It was just, and I put it on my ringtone, and everyone was like, no.
0: <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> and was this on uh, were you putting this on TV ads or was it on the internet based Fred yeah so
1: TV ads radio um, YouTube um, and
2: yeah I um, remember seeing it all over TV um, around that time
1: yeah okay And I think what I was worried about is people go oh find it up, you know it's finder.com.au dot com dot au and I was like yeah that's it as much as they'd get the .au, I was like, oh, maybe they're going to forget it. And then people would just go find And I was like, well, lots that of people happened. are going to that in. We're going to lose a lot of traffic, so we need to get the .com. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yep. So then how did you go about... So, yeah, that's amazing. So between 12 months and 18 months, you, you figured out we've got to do this. We've got to get finder.com. And then how long did it take you and how did you go about securing finder.com?
1: So I can't remember how long it took. I think it, I think it was we started a long time ago trying to get it. You know, I think it was about two and a half years. Wow! Um, because it was one of those ones where it's you know protected and um, you know secrecy after secrecy of who owns it and all this right. stuff. Yeah,
2: privacy yeah. and 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 prop. Some people. I mean, there'd be hundreds of trademarks with with Finder in it across the world, you'd think, but not Finder as a brand, but Finder, two-word Finder type thing. So you'd yeah. think a lot of people would want it. A lot of people, hundreds of companies would want that. i probably get about,
1: you know, two, I'd, I'd say at, at least one to two every, I'd say, you know, three, one or two inquiries a month asking to buy it.
2: Wow, there you go it's an amazing, it, to me, it's like tribe.com or something like that. Finder.com. It's just, yeah, it's really strong.
0: So how, yeah. did you, did you hire people? Did you get brokers like, like Rob to, to chase it down? Are you doing this yourself? What was your process for chasing it
1: uh, on this case? Cause we were just a bit, you know, we were very specific on what we only wanted. There was only one domain name we wanted. Yeah. Uh, We we kind of, because of my background in, you know, domain names and things like that, we kind of knew knew the steps Um, and it cost us 300000 US. Yeah. Uh, Wow.
2: That's, that's again, like having the the balls to say, you know, we need this, it's next level. Like there's no, we're just going to do it. Yeah. And especially the Australian
1: dollar was like 60 cents. So yeah. (laughs)
2: The exchange yeah, wow. right, was, was not in your favour back then, my friend. Uh, oh wow! But, but still, so, even you couldn't buy that name for less than no. a million today. If anyone owns that name we're parking it, it's a seven-figure domain name. But well, who knows? I mean, it's worth worth way more than that now because of what you've done with it. But I'm just saying, just the name on its own with nothing is a seven-figure domain name to me.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. so, the, so, the, so the US. I guess the rest of world site just surpassed uh, Australia in traffic size.
2: Awesome!
1: Uh, wow, that was about six weeks ago. Um, I think it was you know it, it, they're sort of it's about four and a half million visits a month on the international site. So it's you're crazy. Definitely the, the 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 US and the UK it, it, as in, like going back to what you're saying, Rob, making that investment. Um. I got to say at the time I was like freaking out. Like that was a lot yeah. of money. It was a good half a million dollars.
2: Like that's. Yeah, a- yeah. No one wants to just do that, but sometimes you don't have a choice, do you? you? You can see your future and you can, you can't see it without that domain name.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think there were, I, I thought, you know, there's no way we're going to realize what we can do with finder unless we own that. And yeah, you know, it was a big, big step. No, you know, and then it wasn't until about 2016 that we started really monetizing it as well. So that was another three years. We sort of, you know, just kept it there. Um, yeah. 2016 and then 17 and after, 2018 has been a big year for the U S and the UK. It really ramped up. Um,
0: but I think that's, that's where you hit the nail on the head there. I think Fred is the, the longer you would have left the purchase of finder.com com the more that would have got in terms of price, because they would see, I mean, anyone who's smart, who's selling their domain is going to do the research and see, oh, look, there's this huge company growing in Australia, finder.com.au, right? It's not going to be 300 grand anymore. This is going to be 700,000. So I think probably for every year you left it, the price would have gone up and up and up.
2: So- yeah, but not only that, for every year you left it, there's there's like you're saying, there's two queries a month at the moment, Fred. So every year you leave it, there's ten queries on it from the guy who owns it, and the price is just going up year after year. So yeah, I think it was a clever play getting it when you got it.
1: Yeah, looking looking back, yes, and in the but in the moment, I gotta say, like if I was to coach someone on that, it's you know, you gotta say to yourself, how much do you back yourself? Yeah. Um. You know, are you are you serious about going overseas? Or, you know, are you, you more just you know, you want you wanna have a go. I think that was the the moment when we did that, I think it's like we are going to go and do this. Um, yeah. and then we had to re engineer our company internally, right? From being an Australian company to being a global company is very different. Oh, very,
2: yeah. Yeah. We could
1: have just we could have just kept on being Australian and just you know keep running more ads and those things. But we spent a lot of money internally with our team as well. Oh, it was it was very. It's another part of the consideration you got to think is running a global business doesn't mean you know just putting an office. It's actually operating. um, It's the it's the support. It's the training. It's the documentation. It's the accounting as well. The accounting is wild. Yeah. We've got four sets. We've got we've got three different accounting standards around the world now. You know, yeah, that's I'm just, oh, wow. just you know, <laughs> consider these things when you're going to do this stuff, right? To make an investment like that. And I think in the moment I sort of said, you know, if we don't do this, if we don't, you know, I think we would disappoint the vision of what we set out to do.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Here's, here's a question for you, Fred, and I don't know whether you'd consider this or not. Even if you hadn't thought of going international in the true sense of the word, and you were still just going to focus your business on Australia, would you have still purchased .com? There's a pregnant pause for those who are listening to the audio. Fred's thinking. <laughs> you can see him on video, but it hasn't gone silent. It's just Fred's cogs are wearing. <laughs> I've stopped um,
1: him. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to rewind back in time. And I think the answer would have been. It could have been no, potentially. But I swear it. It'd be it, we wouldn't have done it much later. We wouldn't. Yeah.
2: yeah. Because if you're just going to concentrate in Australia, why are you going to let go of all that? Um, you know, cash flow and capital at that time. You know. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's kind of like playing poker. When you went, we're doing it. I'm all in. Your your mind's like now we're forced to go international. We're just going to go international. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's
0: why I asked the question. I was curious as to the as to the mindset of what what that was. And that's a good lesson for people because I had the same thing happen with online impact because um, I've got the .dot com and the .dot com But I people who were trying to sell the .dot com wanted much more than I was prepared to pay for it at the time. Mm. And but I let it go and ended up getting it for a lot less. But I I wasn't going overseas and building an international company like you are. I just wanted it to protect the local brand and for things like that. So.
2: Yeah, and for traffic, traffic loss in case they forget the au, yeah. which happens, we don't know what the figures are, but it could be twenty percent of traffic you're losing, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, it it always helps, but say it's a different story from what I paid to you know, to three hundred k for a for yours. So um,
2: yeah, well, especially but a one word dot com as well. We're talking, you know, there's yeah. there's hundreds of businesses that want a one wordcom hundreds every every year. Um, so what about should we move on now about some other stuff you're doing, Fred? Or So I saw you at StartCon, and I loved going. To, I recommend – this was my first StartCon. I know it's been running for many years. Um, it was just – there were 4,000 attendees in Sydney. It happens in November every year. Um, I'm going to go every year from now because it was just – I just got a lot out of it. Just literally being in that place for for a couple of days, just the energy there and everyone's talking to each other and saying, um, this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing. It just it re-energizes you to really go hard on your business as soon as you I can't you know, we've got a to do list now of twenty things for one of my businesses um since going there, just because it's like everyone else is kicking ass. we've gotta ramp it up, you know. It just gives you that great energy. Um and while I was there, Fred was invited to um talk on one of the stages to uh, would have been thousands of people. Um there were 4,000 at the event. So, Fred, you were talking when I saw you um, about HiveX.com, spelt Hive and then EX.com, um, about your cryptocurrency business. How about you tell us a bit about that?
1: Yeah, so uh, on Finder, we started writing about cryptocurrency and comparing exchanges and where to buy certain coins. We have been published that worldwide. And um, I guess I saw a bit of a gap that it was really hard to buy and sell large chunks of cryptocurrency. Um, And so uh, I thought we could launch an OTC desk, which is, you know, like a a stockbroker for crypto or like OFX for cryptocurrency. So did Uh, you
2: see, sorry to interrupt, but did you see a hole there? Because at the time there was pretty much only two main crypto markets in Australia. It was like CoinSpot and BTC Markets. Did you see them kind of nickel and diming and, and some of the bigger players who wanted to spend... $50,000 Fifty thousand dollars or more on crypto needed a uh, more professional brokerage.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. You know, and if you if you're buying or selling a million dollars of Bitcoin, um, and you go to one of those marketplaces, you're probably going to move the price quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Whereas what we do is we give you one price. So there's all encompassing, all all fees. If there's no no fees. Just all. Um, so we, you know, we sold about $10 million of Ethereum for a client in about, I don't know, 20 minutes.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a big move. And
1: that's, that's, that's not like, you know, there's a lot of like the, the market size is pretty big, but, um, it's still, if you were going on to one exchange and you put that kind of sell order on, you're going to move the market and yeah. this, this way, you know, all the money is transferred straight into your account. Everything's taken care of. You don't have to deal with yeah. an exchange. It's super, it's really what I call the private banking for cryptocurrency.
2: Yeah, wow. Yeah. And so are you affiliate? what about all the Australian regulations? Are you affiliated with um, like a bank here or?
1: Yeah, so we have a an Austract license. We're uh, a registered digital exchange. And so we yeah. a report transactions and we do a lot of compliance with those guys. Yeah. Uh, which is great. And um, you know, a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, learnings that we've had through through that process, we've been able to take back into Finder as well, um, which has been great. It's a it's just a new area for us to experiment. And, you know, and I suppose yeah, we are kind of a financial institution to some extent. We we handle large volumes of money.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So now people know if they need to compare anything, they go to finder.com or And if they need a decent chunk of cryptocurrency, even though the market's down a little bit at the moment, but once it picks back up, they should have a look at hiveex.com.
1: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. We have some other... So I launched findaventures.com as well. Um, yeah. Maybe like eight weeks ago. It's it's And Hivex sits underneath finderventures. It's a um where we kind of experimenting with all these new businesses. That's where that's where, and, and that's where credit card finder really came from, right? It was an experiment. So we're kind of used to this and, and this is my sort of way of doing business. I I, I I sort of get an idea and I form it up and and, and 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 turn it into a little tiny little business. And then just slowly, slowly, slowly over time it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and that's really what Finder was as well, right? It was a, a tiny little site. I used to write it, code it and, you know, just compare yeah. credit cards. And then yeah, wow. slowly, 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 you know, I talked to the banks, I did all the different parts. And, and then now it's, uh, yeah, it is a real machine that, um, yeah, I guess it's scaling around the world
0: right now. Yeah, wow. That's, that's that amazing. amazing little... It was very organic really in the sense of how you grew it. Cause I mean, I. I think the word startup, in my humble opinion, gets overused a little bit. Uh, I think there's a lot of businesses; they're just businesses that are growing, but they often get put yeah. in a startup category when they're probably technically not startups. But um, so, did you ever? You never considered yourself a startup, did you, Fred? It was just a business you start, you you started and built and grew, and you were never. Did you do any fundraising or anything and that? That was all self self funded. All, all bootstrapping. They call it
2: bootstrapping, don't
0: they? Yeah. Bootstrapping, yeah.
1: Two yeah. two shareholders, Frank and myself, and that that's actually. like oh, sorry, there is one other uh, founding member as well, who Jeremy Cabral as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the, the early founding team, um, and um, it's basically just. Um, I don't like all the all that stuff. All the you know, raising C, A, B, C.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, just build a business.
2: Yeah. And I maybe just that. turn it on and just keep investing whatever's coming in into pushing it to the next. That's what you've done, right? And, and I think
1: that's what, you know, a lot of people find that difficult and challenging to do. But like, I think that's what actually you're supposed to do as a business. That's what a business does. Mm. It it makes money, and then you put the money that and you invest it into something else, and that can be the business or another business. Yeah, and not should just be the business that you've built, right? That 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 should be a new opportunity. And if it's not, maybe you're doing, maybe there's something else you should pursue. You know, and that's something you need to look look straight in the face and have a look at. But you know, I think that's that's really. I, I always think build a company, and people say, "Well, I can't." You know, I can't code. It's like, well just go and learn some. Like, like it's not like the first credit card finder
0: website was not a Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I mean, everything grows and you always look back and go, wow, that was pretty average back then. But the thing is you made the start. And I have this conversation with people all the time. They're afraid to actually start. So well, I can guarantee you, nothing is going to happen if you don't start. So if you take one footstep after the other, uh, you're going to yeah. make mistakes. Part of business is making mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. Just don't keep making the same ones. That's obviously
2: not a good idea. Yeah, and if, you're not, if you don't have a coding brain, because some people, Fred, couldn't do it. Um, a mm. lot of people could if they tried, but maybe if you don't have a coding brain, you can partner with someone who does, and then maybe that's your first business partner. I mean, they're the yeah. coder, and you're the business development manager. And, I mean, look at Steve Jobs. He, he didn't really... He partnered with Steve Wozniak, and that's how they built Apple. I don't think Steve Jobs ever would have built Apple without Steve Wozniak. No, and vice I mean, versa. Think, uh, that's that's yeah, and vice versa. That's perfect right. Perfect
0: partnership. Good example. So yeah, that's that's too true. You've just got to put put it forward and and uh, and, and keep moving and reinvesting. I've got a quick question about Finder. Um, in terms of if you're happy to share or give a sort of an overview, um, how how is how does find make money? How's the website monetized? Cause the services from what everything I've seen, you don't charge for the services. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So it's a free service right now. Um, and if someone clicks through to the bank or, or insurance company, then, um, they will, uh, that, that bank or insurance company or telco or energy provider or online shop will pay us a small referral fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, Ninety, I think it's 98% of the whole website's revenue.
2: Right, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So there's, yep. we're talking about, you know, tens or hundreds of thousands of microtransactions that add up to a big amount. So, yeah, that, that's, that's clever. Yeah. And, and it's a useful service because the, the users and the, the end users aren't getting charged any money to use the site. So it's a beautiful um, business structure, yeah. And whether
0: they go through you or if they went direct, uh, the prices are comparable in terms of they're they're paying the same. They're not paying more for going through Finder, are they?
1: So um, they're the exact same rate, but there is exclusive offers on Finder that you can't get anywhere else. Cool. So those deals, yeah, if you went to the bank, you won't be able to get that rate. Um, They're only offered to our, our community of customers.
0: Awesome fantastic and you've got a lot of stuff on there i'm looking at the website now as we speak you've got home loans health insurance car loans credit cards it goes on uh, broadband nbn do that's, that's a good. cryptocurrencies oh, wow. travel deals travel insurance i mean it's pretty endless it's really you're only i think limited by the imagination of what you can put on there <laughs> and uh any other things you're looking at expanding it out to friend
1: uh we have like a Big list. <laughs> big, big list, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we just launched Best Barbecues. Yeah. Poo, wow. uh, I think it was. Um, we think we started comparing web hosting.
0: Oh, we wow. Great?
2: Endless. You can compare anything. Yeah, that's brilliant.
0: Yeah. VPN. We, we had the uh, the uh, owner of VPN.com on uh, a couple of months back talking about his acquisition of VPN.com. Um, so I can't see VPNs on there. That could be a good one. That's very lucrative. I know I do a lot of that stuff. So,
2: <laughs> so um, I think, well, I think Michael's got the VPN dot com market. So maybe Fred doesn't oh, need that one. I don't. I, yeah, <laughs> he's got a big. Ch- he's got a big
0: chunk of it, but I I don't agree because I know what I make from it. So he certainly there's a lot of opportunity. But there's there's like, yeah, it is. It really is endless. It's very exciting stuff. Um, so, Rob, any other questions for Fred before? We- we finish up and letting him get
2: back to his. Uh, I think we've taken up a, a lot of his time, and we're really appreciative of, of you coming on, Fred. Um, this will this will help the domainer community, startups, entrepreneurs. Um, thanks so much for your um valuable uh experience and sharing it. Yeah, awesome, mate. You know, it, it was really a
0: pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, and we always say to, to guests who have been on, um, we'll always invite you back in the future for a catch up and see what's happened and what's expanded and where you've been traveling and where you've been skiing, things like that.
2: <laughs> and what it's other great. domain names you've invested in. <laughs> I'm sure you there'll never, be more down the track.
0: You, Definitely. You, you never, never know. So, uh, awesome. All right. Well, um, thanks again for coming on the show, Fred. Uh, thanks Rob for your time. Of course. And thank you, the listener, for being on the podcast and tuning into our our show. Great to have you. So uh, have a great Christmas and uh, a good New Year, and we'll we'll catch you on uh, the the flip side, as I like to say. All right, bye for now. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Ed. Cheers.